वी आर डूइंग श्रीमद भगवतम कैंटो ट्वेल्व चैप्टर थर्टीन दिस इज द लास्ट चैप्टर एंड इट्स अ वेरी शॉर्ट चैप्टर इट इज कॉल्ड द ग्लोरीज ऑफ श्रीमद भगवतम एज यू हैव सीन इन द लास्ट फोर फाइव ईयर्स वी हैव बीन कंटिन्यूसली डूइंग द श्रीमद भगवतम एंड वी हैव फाइनली कम टू द एंड ऑफ द लाइन सो दिस इज द लास्ट चैप्टर विथ ओनली अबाउट ट्वेंटी वर्सेस सो वी शुड बी फिनिशिंग इट बाय in the next half an hour's time so we are doing shrimad bhagavatam canto 12 chapter 13 the glories of shrimad bhagavatam sutagoswami said unto that personality whom brahma varuna indra rudra and the maruts praise by chanting transcendental hymns and reciting the vedas with all their corollaries padakramas and upanishads to whom the chanters of the samveda always sing whom the perfected yogis see within their minds after fixing themselves in trance and absorbing themselves within him and whose limit can never be found by any demigods or demons unto that supreme personality of godhead i offer my humble obeisance now this is a verse which talking about now sutta goswami is the person who has been reciting this entire shrimad bhagavatam and he is brought it from sukhdev goswami that means sukhdev goswami had conveyed it to him and then it was conveyed it further now in this he says now we have to bring to the mind the supreme personality of godhead that is sri krishna now who is he and how does he fit into this the entire glories of shrimad bhagavatam is based on his own leelas as different different avatars different different stories that have been written over here now this particular personality of godhead so this uh, personality of godhead that we are praising he is the master of literally everything around us that is whether you start from the gods the earth and the you know the nether worlds he is the master of literally everything so every god prays to this same personality of godhead krishna and the vedas are saying the same thing whether the padakramas the upanishads the yogis the vedas shastras everything everything is praising this one person only there is no other except him so krishna is the only one that they are talking about and to meet him we have to get absorbed in him that means we have to be in a meditative state and to reach him in that way when the supreme personality of god had appeared as lord kurma or tortoise his back was scratched by the sharp edged stones lying on massive whirling mount mandara and this scratching made the lord sleepy may you all be protected by the winds caused by the lord's breathing in this sleepy condition ever since that time even up to the present day the ocean tides have limited imitated the lord's inhalation and exhalation by piously coming in and going out so in the first avatar of his in the form of a kurma avatar in the form of a tortoise so he was lying and on his back the entire mandara mountain was placed if you recollect and uh, when it was happening there was a lot of scratching which happened on his back and because of which the waves keep on coming and going the ocean is still feeling the mighty waves for that reason it creates that kind of a sound so now please hear the summation 
of the verse length of each of the Puranas. Then hear of the prime subject and purpose of the Bhagavad Purana, the proper method of giving it as a gift, the glories of gift giving and finally the glories of hearing and chanting this literature. Now we have been doing this literature for the last so many years. Now we have been doing it Saturdays, Sundays and it has been going on. Sometimes we miss out on a particular Saturday, Sunday. Now what, what exactly has happened over here? We are going to understand this particular Puran. It's a group of stories, right? So, this particular subject of the Bhagavad Puran, how can you give this as a gift to someone? So, we are going to discuss about how this gift giving happens. The Brahma Puran consists of 10,000 verses. The Padma Puran 55,000. Sri Vishnu Puran of 23,000. The Shiva Puran 24,000. Srimad Bhagavatam of 18,000. The Narad Puran has 25,000 verses, the Markandeya Puran 9,000, the Agni Puran 15,400, the Bhavishya Puran 14,500, the Brahma Vaivarta Puran 18,000, Linga Puran 11,000, the Varaha Puran contains 24,000 verses, the Skanda Puran 81,100 and Vaman Puran 10,000. The Kurma Puran 17,000, Matsya Puran 14,000, Garud Puran 19,000, Brahmanda Puran 12,000. Thus, the total number of verses in all the Puranas is 400,000. 18,000 of these once again belong to the beautiful Bhagavatam. So, we have been doing Bhagavatam over here and we have not covered 18,000 verses so far. <laughs> what we have done is, it is a abridged version because these Puranas, do not contain so many verses, they are not found as yet. Right? We are all trying to find these verses somewhere. And sometimes you can find them some places. And they might not necessarily that they were written, they were recited from one person to the other. I mean, it's like you make that particular thing by heart and then the other person takes it forward, then another person takes it forward, so on and so forth. So, all these verses that we mentioned over here, consisting of so many Purans, starting from the Brahma Puran to the last one, that is Brahmanda Puran, all these are over, the total number of verses is 400,000, that is about 4 lakh, hmm? 4 lakh verses are there. Everything is giving us different, different stories. You will find that there is a Vishnu Puran which talks about the Vishnu Avatar, there is a Shiva Puran which talks about the Shiva Avatar. There is a Brahma Vaivarta Puran which talks about Ganesh. So these are the various Purans that have been going around. And uh, this contains stories of different, different gods. So this is also the specific Puran which talks about, it is Srimad Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam, it has got about 18,000 verses and it talks about the different lives of different avatars that have happened. It is to Lord Brahma that the Supreme Personality of Godhead first revealed the Srimad Bhagavatam in full. At the time, Brahma, frightened by material existence, was sitting in the lotus flower that was grown from the Lord's navel. So, first time, Lord Brahmaji got this story from the Supreme Personality of Godhead himself. That is, Narayan himself told the story about his other forms that are going to be coming up continuously. And this is where Srimad Bhagavat Puran started. 
From beginning to end, the Srimad Bhagavatam is full of narration that encourages renunciation of material life as well as the nectarian account of Lord Hari's transcendental pastimes, which gives ecstasy to the saintly devotees and demigods. This Bhagavatam is the essence of all Vedanta philosophy because its subject matter is the absolute truth, which while non-different from the spirit soul is the ultimate reality, one without a second. The goal of this literature is exclusive devotional service unto the supreme truth. So, this particular Puran that we are talking about, Srimad Bhagavatam, it is a narration of the stories of God, of stories of Vishnu from the point of the first one till the last one. Now, the last one is yet to come. So, we have not yet concluded that portion. So, it is yet to come, right? That is the last avatar of his, the Kalki avatar. Now, in this what he is talking about is the narration to encourage renunciation of material life. Everybody is so much engrossed in their material life that it is difficult for them to get out of it. And all these Purans, all these beautiful stories that are there are telling us that there is no point in going through this material life which is anyway going to be full of misery and unhappiness. So, why not move towards the divinity and study this? So, this is an account of Lord Hari's transcendental pastime. This Bhagavatam is essence of all Vedanta philosophy. So, take every Vedanta philosophy that is there, put them together. This Bhagavat Puran is nothing but a compact a version of 18,000 verses in it. It is not different from the spirit soul. Now, spirit soul is what we have discussed in the past. What is a spirit soul? You are the Jivatma. You are not the body, you are the Jivatma. Body is separate. It is like body is a container and you are the one which is contained inside that body. Actually, you are not contained. But the idea that you are a con you are inside a container makes it so very strong. So, in this particular Puran, we have understood while we were going through various chapters, a different, different spiritual aspects of the divine nature of ourself. And this is what we have to come to. And it is the essence of all Vedanta philosophy because it is the absolute truth. The absolute truth is you are that divine being who is the Jivatma. It is a part of the Paramatma. The Paramatma is the one which is encompassing this entire universe. You are no different than him. He is no different than you. And being one, everything is inside of you only. There is nothing outside of you. So, there is no need to go and find some kind of a God outside. We have to find the God within us and see the divinity within our own being. So, this is the absolute truth, which is not different from the spirit soul. You are not different from that Paramatma. The goal of this literature is exclusive devotional service unto that supreme truth. And the goal of this particular text, which is the Srimad Bhagavatam, was to make you understand this absolute truth that you should be devoted to it. If on a full moon day of the month of Bhadra, one places Srimad Bhagavatam on a golden throne and gives it as a gift, he will attain the supreme transcendental destination. So, you can offer this as a gift. Incidentally, this particular books which I am having has come to me as a gift only from uh, a good person. All other Puranic scriptures shine forth in the assembly of saintly devotees only as long as the great ocean of nectar Srimad Bhagavatam is not heard. See, all other Puranic scriptures, we, I, we just now mentioned so many Puranic scriptures, right, from the Shiva Puran, Vishnu Puran, this Brahma Puran and so on and so forth. These scriptures shine forth in the assembly of the saintly devotees, 
only when you hear this recited by a saintly devotee of the Lord, then only it is going to make sense to you. Otherwise, it will make no sense. Otherwise, you can just put on a record or something like that and it keeps on playing. Nothing is going to happen. So, when you hear this golden nectar, the nectar which flowing from the mouth of a spiritual person, then it will actually sink in and make sense to you. You will understand it perfectly. Srimad Bhagavatam is declared to be the essence of all the Vedanta philosophy. One who has felt satisfaction from its nectarian mellow will never be attracted to any other literature. If you study this particular literature, you will be attracted towards it because there are very beautiful stories of the Divine Lord. Just as Ganga is the greatest of all the rivers, Lord Achyuta, the supreme among deities and Lord Shambhu, Shiva, the greatest of the Vaishnavas, so Srimad Bhagavatam is the greatest of all the Puranas. So now think about it. There, there are Vaishnavas and there are Saktas, there are Shaivites also. For them, their particular divinity is the highest. In the same way, this particular Bhagavad Puran, which is Srimad Bhagavatam, is the highest of all the Purans. So, there are other Purans which you can definitely go and study, but this is supposed to be the highest. O Brahmana, in the same way, the city of Kashi is excelled among holy places. Srimad Bhagavatam is supreme among all the Puranas. In the same way, like Vanaras, Kashi, Kashi, Banaras, Varanasi, whatever you want to call it, is the highest of the places that you can ever visit. It is a place where people love to go and die because that is a place from where you can get Mukti from this particular life of yours, that is liberation. So, everybody wants to go to Kashi. In the same way, Srimad Bhagavatam is the highest of the Puranas. Srimad Bhagavatam is the spotless Puran. It is most dear to Vaishnavas because it describes the pure and the supreme knowledge of the Paramahansas. This Bhagavatam reveals the means for becoming free from all material work together with the process of transcendental knowledge, renunciation and devotion. Anyone who seriously tries to understand Srimad Bhagavatam, who properly hears and chants it with devotion, becomes completely liberated. So, if you have been hearing this Puran for the last so many years, some of you have been hearing it very, very religiously. Now, if you are to hear this Puran on a continuous basis, you will find that by in this lifetime itself, you can definitely become liberated. This is the purest and the supreme knowledge of the divine and by hearing it, people can become Paramahansas also. The Bhagavatam reveals the means of becoming free from material work. All the material work that you all are doing, Everybody in this group is doing some kind of a material work. We are all earning money, isn't it? Those who are earning money, that is a kind of a material work that you are doing. You are doing it for yourself, for your family, for your, uh, you know, for your own house, for whatever that you are doing. All these kind of jobs that you all are doing, it is a material worldly job. This particular Bhagavatam teaches a person to get out of this particular material domain. That means you become free from all kinds of duties that are there. Duties that you owe to your family, relatives, you name it, the society, the country, you name it. Every duty of yours, you get free from that. Together with the process of transcendent, you get the transcendental knowledge, renunciation and devotion. Two things will come to you, renouncing this entire world. You don't have to bother about the entire world at all and you can renounce it and devotion. You have devotion for the dear Lord.
I meditate upon that pure and the spotless, supreme abode truth, which is free from suffering and death, and who in the beginning personally revealed the incomparable torchlight of knowledge to Brahma. Brahma then spoke it to sage Narada, who recited it to Krishna Dvayapana Vyas. Srila Vyas revealed this Bhagavatam to the greatest of the sages, Sukhdev Goswami, and Sukhdev mercifully uh, spoke to Maharaj Parikshit. So, he is giving a genesis of how this whole thing happened. So, in the first place, the Lord himself spoke to Brahmaji. Now, Brahma in turn spoke to Narada. Narada in turn gave it to Vyasdev. Vyasdev in turn gave it to Sukhdev Goswami and Sukhdev Goswami has given it to Parikshit. So, this way the entire Puran has come down and you can meditate on this pure and the spotless absolute truth. This is the absolute truth. We offer our obeisance to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Vasudev, the all-pervading witness who mercifully explains the science to Brahma when he anxiously desired salvation. So, the Supreme Personality of Godhead that is Vasudev or Narayana, when he gave this particular knowledge to Brahmaji, who was hearing it very intently, when he explained the science to Brahma, he told him that this is a knowledge which once heard by this by anybody, it will give salvation. I offer my humble obeisance to Sri Sukhdev Goswami, the best of mystic sages and a personal manifestation of the absolute truth. He saved Maharaj Parikshit who was bitten by the snake of material existence. So, Sukhdev Goswami, if you remember, Sukhdev Goswami heard it from his father Vyasmuni and when Sukhdev Goswami was reciting it to Maharaj Parikshit, who was bitten by that snake bird. He was supposed to, so if you remember, Parikshit was bitten by this snake bird. O Lord of Lords, O Master, please grant us pure devotional service at your lotus feet, life after life. I offer my respectful obeisance unto the Supreme Lord Hari, the congregational chanting of whose holy name destroys all sinful reactions and the offering of obeisance unto whom relieves all material sufferings. So when we pray to the Divine Lord, we get free from this entire cycle of birth and death. We have come to the end of this entire Srimad Bhagavatam and this is the last verse that I did just now. Um, it has been a fantastic journey for the last four, four and a half or five years nearly and we have come to the end of this. I hope you all had enjoyed the way I enjoyed giving you all a satsang. Uh, today is the last and this is the final verse that we did. So, we are hopefully doing the Samapti. Samapti means the last final thing and hope you had a very nice journey. I enjoyed it too and take care. Have a very good day. Bye.